Hello, 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 hello. Hi, hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Lamy Day. How are you doing? Good, 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 good. How are you feeling? I'm not feeling well. You know why? Lamy, walk us through your feelings. What's happening today? Uh, today's a very sad day. Uh, as you guys must have known, I'm like, if you read my profile, I'm a huge sports fan and uh, I love soccer a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm a Manchester United fan. I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want to say more than that. You guys will probably get the drift already. And today's a very sad day right now. And yep. We 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 have officially received a beating, like a bit down, merciless bit down. So wow. sad morning, and but we move, we move, you know. Wow, life intense. happens. <laughs> wow, it's crazy, man. But I'm here, you know. AP <laughs> Adult Puzzle Podcast, you know. Coming I was to gonna you say hot. something stupid, but yeah, Tell I was gonna ask like. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Manchester United fan, but things like that, it just doesn't, it doesn't hit me. Like, how does it really hit you? You know, the team loses and then what? Like, it just feels like... It feels like the world is about to end. It feels like the ground should open up and swallow you. It feels like they're ripping your heart. I mean, a sports loss, a sport, my team loss is probably worse than a heartbreak. Yeah. I kid you not. I kid and, you okay, not. This is not the final tournament, like the the league, the final game of the league, or it's not the final game of the league. Yeah, it's still early days in the league, but still, so there's like, still time to redeem. Right, this is oh, worse than heartbreak, and I'm not even lying. Okay, sorry. sorry. Anytime Manu loses, I feel a part of me, I, and we're losing to this magnitude, five nil. Mm-mm. Okay, that, that that's pretty big. That that's pretty big. Mm-mm. I felt, I felt, oh, I don't even want to go into it, man, because uh, I'm just so happy that, you know, there's so many things that give me joy besides Mayu, you know. <laughs> because if Mayu was your only source of joy, fucking. Imagine, imagine. The world is over. <laughs> Yo. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just so happy that I have so many other things that give me joy because <laughs> man, you can definitely, it's, they are not reliable at this point in time. There's a point in time where man, you was a reliable team, reliable club. You know, they give you constant joy, happiness, you know, oh, gone are those days. Hopefully we get there again, but soon, 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 soon. We'll be there. We'll be there. Well, I, I, I feel. I feel the hurts, maybe not to the magnitude, but we don't feel shit. You just wear this together. (laughs) Wear this together. When we win, you see me rocking the jersey. (laughs) I was just about to say, you don't feel shit. You're here for the good time. I'm a good time. (laughs) Oh, Lord. But I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy you you claim us publicly and privately. That's what matters, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a diehard. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your mouth. Spell diehard. Diehard. Welcome, guys, to another episode. You know how we do it. Your 
your, your one and only Lamy Day. Mm. I, I'm here. I'm ready to roll. Fuck my you for now. You know. And we're ready. We're ready. Okay. Bring up the energy. Bring up the energy. Don't think about mine. You were happy. This is a safe space. Happy space. Let's do it. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And today, we're going to be talking about something very interesting. Something mm-hmm. I... So, something very unique. It's not unique. It's universal, actually, but it's unique to both our cultures. And, yeah. And that is corporate America and corporate Nigeria. So maybe we should even phrase it like corporate America versus corporate Nigeria. I don't know. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Just comparing notes, basically. Yeah, just comparing notes. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. And, yeah, so, basically, what would you consider a corporate job? Like, right off off the bat, like, what is corporate to you? Yeah, I would say corporate is working for someone other than yourself but not necessarily like a side hustle job more so for a large organization mm-hmm. um and typically for corporate jobs you need some type of degree or mm-hmm. previous experience also i might classify corporate jobs as like white collar jobs meaning you need to have some type of experience to have them but that that's what I would classify as a corporate job, right? Working for a big organization. It could be a startup. It doesn't necessarily have to be size, but mm-hmm. some type of like organization that's doing something pretty big. What would you say? Yeah, I, I was just gonna say white collar. Like yeah, uh, yeah. Basic, basically, at the fundamental, it's, it's just a white collar job. Uh, a fun way to put it would be nine to five, but like even yes. some entrepreneurs do nine to five but like people tend to get what you mean when you be like you're working nine to five they just know it's corporate you know and yeah that's pretty yeah. much what corporate is on the very basic yeah. and general something, level yeah something else just came to mind actually so i think also with corporate jobs there's like a a setup structure usually with hierarchy in terms of yeah that's a major factor with corporate yeah 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 corporate parish structure and hierarchy mm-hmm. and big manism on their head like <laughs> corporate, <laughs> corporate carries i'm your boss on their head with like pride it's like i don't know corporate carries respects and yeah just know that they they are into they are very much into hierarchy and levels mm-hmm. yep yeah that's a huge part of their uh functioning fuel yeah the management the demar- structure yeah management structure the demarcation the hierarchy the strata it's how they function you know and corporate yeah. is just suit man like suits a whole lot of suits so <laughs> yeah that's how long true. have you been in corporate Okay, so I I would say three three years, three to four years now. And for me, corporate is corporate America because I've I've only just worked in the states. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, three to four years. How about you? Um. Hmm. Uh, well, because I've done corporate in bits. 
So I've mm-hmm. never really had a long stretch. Mm. So maybe if we add everything up, we're looking at three years. Yeah. But I've never done a long stretch. Like I, I've never done more than six months in the company. I'm hitting more the four year mark than three years, but a lot of it was the first year was like internships. I've worked at three places, but it sounds like you've worked at more than three and different industries too. Yeah, I have. And that till today, it might be something I regret a little. I felt like, I don't know, just again, my background allowed me to be very, very broad yeah. In you know. And your background in what specifically? My background is in mechanical engineering, you know, and okay. it gives me a very broad. It gives me legs, you know. I can fit into different industries, and I actually have quite a, a handful of knowledge to operate and function properly. So I kind of feel mm, if I had specialized on time, you know, like or just concentrated my skill sets on one industry right from time. Maybe I might be further along where I want to be now. I don't know if that makes sense, but because I was just like, you know, where the opportunities were, I was just moving. So Mm -hmm. far I knew that it was a good firm or good organization, whatever. I know I could contribute, add value, whatever. I just go there and pick up skills. and So it was more like a knowledge-seeking endeavor for me than um, um, expertise development. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, see, I see a lot of my mates who were already chasing, like, career expertise from, like, year three, which is kind of working to the advantage now because the skills I'm picking up in the field where I want to specialize in now, uh-huh. they, they might not necessarily ha- have expertise in those skills now, but they have experience there. And uh-huh. you discover that in corporate, a huge reason why you get hired is due to experience. So Yeah, your experience, it, yeah. It is what it is. But quick question, do you think there's anything like, uh, uh, segue, but do you think there's anything in college that prepared you for corporate oh no exactly that is a hard no yes my answer to that is a hard no but i will say the one thing that does prepare you for corporate is i was gonna say the structure of college but that's actually bullshit because yes in college you have classes and stuff but the time yeah no no I, i backtrack Nothing really prepped me for 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 corporate. Nothing. I think the internship prepped me because as an intern in corporate America, well, mm-hmm. the company I worked for, I think corporate America, the the expectation is lower, mm-hmm. so they really do see you as like a youngin. So because the expectation is 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 lower, you do get away with more. And so because of that, it's like you have, well, for me, I had almost a whole year, a whole Mm -hmm. year learning curve to like Mm -hmm. make mistakes and it wasn't a a big, big deal. So that I think prepped me for first full-time position, but Mm -hmm. yeah, college itself, no, they just make it seem like you have a degree and then once you're done, (laughs) you're this 
perfectly yeah. put together person ready to just go in and it's like no there there's gaps there yeah yeah and the reason i say no is because again education education back home is just shit uh-huh. i'm generalizing because majority of it is shit we do have a lot of you know good i don't even want to give them praise because at the end of the day yeah okay we do have some good uh um programs out there and shout out to all those people that are doing that but on a on a general level majority of it is just bullshit and the reason why i say i don't see the impact of college in my preparation for corporate is first of all it's they didn't teach you more than what was in the curriculum i feel to to navigate corporate you need more outside the curriculum you understand what i'm saying because then education in nigeria did not evolve with the times like Mm-hmm. So we we're still stuck on like strict syllabuses, re- recycled syllabuses, not revised syllabuses. Like mm-hmm. even the revisions are just like minor improvements. They are not like there's a set there's a fear of for a long period of time the education system purposely shut out uh, change that was influenced by technology or whatever so it was just uh no no preparation whatsoever the mindset wasn't even there too like you understand what i'm saying like yeah i didn't teach you the politics of the office space like oh my gosh yeah there should be a whole lot of lessons or modules just specifically preparing your mind you know how to navigate yeah. the office, things like that and yeah that simply doesn't exist you know yeah can i just say that i think a huge part of the reason why a lot of people hate corporate or feel out of place with corporate is because it's so unfamiliar at the beginning yes like, yes if majority of a student populace is being trained or educated to occupy mm-hmm. that sector or occupy that space. The least you want to do for them is make the space familiar, like the things they will be handling, mm-hmm. the things they will be doing, the activities that they will be performing a whole lot familiar to them. So when you get there, it's like an extension of what you already know and you're just like probably making new friends and exciting new projects to work on and stuff like that but you don't feel alien Mm -hmm. or more in corporate nigeria i speak for what i know from the moment you leave the classroom last day of college and the day you land a job first of all for so many people and for majority of people it's a long period between that. It's a long time. Damn. It's a long time between those two phases. But Mm -hmm. the day God shines on you and you land one, you have no idea. You're like in a new continent. Like the space is foreign. You might 
think you know, but you don't know. You don't, it's, yeah. It's, it's, and you know what's uh, so crazy, like I said, and I feel like bec- that entry-level bar is so mm-hmm. much higher than if you had some type of prior experience when you were in college. And I think that's what's the missing piece, because not everyone has that internship opportunity or uh, co-op opportunity to experience something a little bit before they actually like fully, like you said, enter a new universe with. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. Um, So I, I I want us to point out like uh, differences Mm -hmm. between corporate America and corporate Nigeria. And, um, I want you to identify a few things like yeah. unique to your space and yeah. then I can counter that with maybe yeah. different, yeah, different, okay. uh, yeah. Let's actually start from the beginning, right? So the, the, the first step sure. is interviews. <laughs> what mm. was the interview process like for you? I, I, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Please go first or go first. Yeah. That's my room. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for me, mm-hmm. Okay, I've worked for three companies. One of two of them have been very big companies, large organizations. One of them was a startup. So for the two big companies, it was stress. Like, thank God, my school actually was the one that helped me get my internship. The the, the first company, so I got Mm -hmm. it through my school. But once they had seen my interview, the interview process, and it felt like somebody was basically questioning my existence (laughs) at that time. It was like, tell me about yourself. Walk with me your resume. Why do you deserve this job? And at, at the time, I remember that internship. The guy asked me a science question because it was a lab. It was a lab. Uh, I was a systems engineer intern mm-hmm. working in the labs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it had some math in it, like something to the exponents. And this guy didn't give me a calculator. He didn't give me a pen. <laughs> uh, and I was just like, bruh, <laughs> how... Uh, I I can't remember the exact question. And I remember walking him through my answer. And it's Uh so crazy because now in in hindsight, like I see why he did that. He wanted to see, first of all, my reaction. He wanted to see like how I would uh, react to, is it just uh, something being thrown at me from left field? And he said that because, and this was after working with him for a while, he was like, oh, because I actually walked him through my thought process, I didn't just like finesse or like bullshit an answer that I thought was absolutely correct. He Can said I he interrupt you for a like bit? That. Yeah. And I give credit, I give credits to the Western world for that. I Are think you serious? You, yes, I give credit to the Western world for the point I'm about to make, which is mm-hmm. they really take interest in the journey. Yeah. Here, not here, like uh in Nigeria. In, in Nigeria, yeah. You're just interested in the results. Like yeah. How you got it, I don't give a fuck. Just if you can give me the result. And they are deceived a whole lot by that because mm. you discover later down the line that if you don't know the journey or if you don't know the journey properly, if you can't walk through the right path. Yeah. Then you might not be able to solve another problem. Right. You get what I mean? Consistent results. Yeah. So, so would you yeah. say for you, right, in this interview process, because I think for every job that I've had, the, the questions were challenging, but throughout the interview process, I think from feedback I've gotten, most people said 
what they really liked about me was my reactions to questions, how I kind of navigated through certain questions, how I answered certain questions, just being honest if I didn't know it. And if I was challenged, like walking through it critically, like as they were talking, this this is for technical questions. For you with like a Nigerian interviewer, would you say, if you, if you feel the answer, that's it, don't come back? Hmm. That's a, yes, plain, 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 plainly put, yes, but I won't have a totally different outlook on the interview process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you are suggesting that your interview processes are credible. Not all of them, all. <laughs> I've been through like what 25, I, 30 interviews and I've gotten what three jobs. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I want to put it to you that in my own proud home country, the interview process I just made for my it is. <laughs> Are you for serious? For the large part, hey, for the large part, though, especially if it's big time, like if it's mm-hmm. a big time um, corporation, big time organization. It's formality. You're, you're just you're, you're just coming there to like you know the people they want to pick are already chosen, like oh merit 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 exists for a very ah if if an the amount of organizations that employ completely on merit, I doubt they are up to two percent. Yeah, super based on connections and all that. So that's how it works in our own. The, yeah, it's interesting because um, I think here they are. There's a subset of people that get in through formalities of who they know however i will say that it's it's definitely not all like you the interview process is in my opinion the make or break it because not just for me most of my friends colleagues siblings like the interview process is what determined if they got the job or not it wasn't necessarily the resume is just the the starter and it wasn't even just if you know someone like i've actually referred a lot of people and I know other people in my company that have referred a lot of people and they still didn't get the job because they, for some reason, were not a exactly. good fit for the team. Yeah. Exactly my point, because don't get me wrong. Like, there are some jobs that should be based on, like, referrals or, like, yes. connects yeah. or whatever. Cool. Like, in fact, if you wouldn't say that publicly on your website or whatnot, like, that is okay. Yeah. But I, I feel so an interview is supposed to be like a leveler. You understand what I yes. mean? Like, an interview should be subjective to everyone, no matter your qualification. I think if so you too. If you cannot pass the interview, you shouldn't get the job. Like, Yeah, I think so too. That whole connection part should stop at the interview level because an interview level tests your interaction, your knowledge of the subject matter, and a whole bunch of other things. So yeah. Like, if you don't pass that, I don't see how you still get the job in a sane environment. You know what's yeah. happening. So <laughs> I think so too. It should be the, the the true determiner. But that that's that's interesting. Okay, so the next step, onboarding. You've gotten the job. You have everything. <laughs> it's your first day. What does like onboarding look like in Nigeria? <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Welcome. You say you wait now. Welcome. <laughs> you say you're good at coding, Abby. Um, Mr. Kabir, 
that's that new project that we are working on uh coding in java right yeah let this young man handle it he's going to spearhead the project <laughs> ah those those five seconds when you hear that those sentences is like devil should just come out <laughs> Then we should just come and scatter the whole building of that office. Ha! No, God don't go shame us. But the truth of the matter is, onboarding a corporate Nigeria, sometimes, if the, if the, most times, if the organization is not uh, forward-driven, it's totally non-existent, and it's, it's basically learn on the job, you know. You're standing mm-hmm. beside, you're, you're standing beside a, an experienced person, or yeah, an experienced person in your department, or yeah, an experienced person, and you're just learning what they're doing and just watching. And one day, the thing is going to fall on your lap, and God help you, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't perform or you don't do it well. That's the day you lose your job. You know, oh, wow. no, 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 nobody, nobody's sitting down with you to teach you and put you through hours of training and stuff like that. Shout out to all those companies that, you know, make sure that that is available, you know, yeah. uh, the, an embodied, uh curriculum, what have you, you know, to make okay. sure that all staff are all staff in a certain role are fully competent to mm-hmm. handle the activities required or the requirements of that of that job role, you know. But again, majority and the norm in corporate Nigeria is to throw you in the deep end and you have to find your way, swim, you know, sink or swim. Wow. Sink that, or swim. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to speak from my own personal experience, but every company I've worked for, the three, there has been onboarding materials given and to be fair it's a mix of both so the onboarding materials just to get you up to speed with the company culture what the company does also gets you up to speed with the company technology like whatever that is and Mm -hmm. then you have training of this uh the specific work instructions sops systems of operations like all of that that you are now supposed to abide by working with this company and then you now have the shadowing piece where you do shadow someone but that shadow piece is like an add-on typically they give you like a handbook of what your day-to-day well not a handbook of your day-to-day but a handbook of what is expected of you and how you're supposed to do the work and then the the shadowing is kind of like seeing someone do it, learning from that person's perspective, adding your own spin on it. But every single company I've worked for, onboarding has been provided. I will say this, it has been better in some cases and worse in some cases. Like the startup, which was the company I worked for secondly, they did have onboarding material, but it was it wasn't a breath and like of of knowledge. It was more so and it's a startup, right? They had only been available for or around for, I think it was like five years prior. So they didn't even mm-hmm. have years of, of content to really back up like big onboarding syllabus and curriculum. 
but mm-hmm. so that wasn't fully fully fleshed out however there was something there there was something for me to hold on to but in that instance like I definitely relied more on shadowing and seeing how things were done than like going back to the onboarding uh like book and or mm-hmm. resource to to find information interesting please yeah. let's touch on this tell me about y'all's benefits oh benefits yeah. that was something i wanted us to talk about yeah so yeah. benefits yeah so what, i will say this mm-hmm. it varies in industries like whatever industry you're in it's going to vary I am in the pharmaceutical biotech industry. So I'll, I'll mm-hmm. speak from that perspective. Mm-hmm. As an intern, mm-hmm. I got paid on an hourly basis. I got paid on an hourly basis. I didn't have health insurance or anything like that, but they did give us like a, a food hmm. plan. It wasn't like, <laughs> it was a food plan for lunch only because obviously that's the only thing you're supposed to eat, well, not supposed to, but that's the only thing they would provide us at work. So mm-hmm. we had that for, for, for food. And then they gave mm-hmm. us snacks. It was $25 a week and we could go to the vending machine to get whatever snacks we want. And that was for the internship. And then there were like other benefits there with events, blah, 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 blah. But it wasn't like, it was just a nice thing of incentive, like incentivizing like the, the interns. Now, hmm. full-time job, Mm-hmm. That has come with benefits. So it's your salary and mm-hmm. then it is health insurance, whatever that entails, dental, uh, vis like eye, mm-hmm. full, whatever, health insurance. Then we also have um for the the startup that I worked for, the mm-hmm. benefits weren't like super amazing. Like I said, it was a, it was a small company, they just mm-hmm. started. So Aside from health insurance, I think that was like the only big benefits that we had. My current company has crazy benefits. It has mm. uh, insurance. It has workouts, like exercise classes. Gym stuff. Okay. Gym stuff. It gives us, so they call it healthcare funding. It's not mm-hmm. really healthcare. It's supposed to be like a wellness funding where they give us, I think it's about $500 half a year, um, every first half, second half, just to really spend it on whatever wellness thing we need. If it's mental health check-ins with your doctor, um, hey. if it's a travel, like whatever it is, they give us that. Um, we don't have childcare, but I know certain companies have that. They do do like games and and certain things like that for certain groups um massages that was something that they used to have on in certain instances car (laughs) car washes certain instances they had that snacks all around and this is when we were physically like in room on the on the Mm -hmm. site Mm -hmm. snacks we had all of that um, they used to give us coupons for certain things around the area. So in San Diego, we could go to San Diego Zoo and get discounted tickets. So definitely with the bigger company, like more benefits because they can afford it and, and all of that. But benefits is definitely huge in the States. Like that That's how companies get you. That's how they bring you onto their side. They're just like throwing things that you want and that you would like at the employees which for me it's like if my company's not treating me right why am i staying here oh additional benefit that i think a lot of companies should have is the company i work for we currently have two shutdowns 
a summer shutdown and a winter shutdown. And I know unlike school, that was something that did take time to adjust to where with work, you're literally just working, 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 and you take time off whenever either you've accrued time off or you, you get to take time off. It's not like college where it shuts down Christmas time when um, Easter time in summer. The company I work for, we have a summer shutdown. So it's a week. It's like, I want to say mandatory because everyone goes and they actually pay us for that week. And then there's another shutdown Christmas time. So between Christmas and New Year's, it's like, hey, go recharge. But the thing that's so important about everything that the company I work for does is it comes back down to their mission. Their mission is improving human like health, like healthcare. And they feel like the best, like the start of that is with their employees. So they genuinely feel like the best way for us to be able to do the work that we do is by making sure that we're catered for and we have everything that we need to be in like our optimal health and not just like physically but mentally emotional like all around wellness which is why I love them but yeah long answer those are our benefits what about you um as mine is definitely not a long answer I think for health insurance is becoming a thing for some for some organizations you know and if you're lucky really yeah, if if you're lucky, you get health insurance and things like that. And what does that uh, include? Sorry, because I know in Nigeria, uh, well, hospitals are very privatized. I was well, they do say, have public. Yeah. yeah, so it depends on who is covering or who the insurance company is. First of all, so that would probably maybe determine the reach. Mm-hmm. So, how many chain of hospitals do they have under their, you know, portfolio, whatever? Mm-hmm. And then I don't know how many companies offer like full package health insurance plans to people. Though. So like, I'm sure there's the cap on like what mm-hmm. you can do, you know, stuff like that. It's like, I'm just giving an example. I'm trying to be broad here. Mm-hmm. Um, you have malaria, you can go, but if you have an operation for fibroid, zero, oh, that wow. kind of thing. Okay. I'm just, I'm giving an example, you know example, what I'm saying? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. So I don't know how it applies for most companies or how to do, but like, yeah, I know that there are caps on what you can or cannot do, you know, with, with an, with an, uh, with your health insurance, whatever. And maybe that's depending on your level too. I don't know. But like, yeah, that is just not every, it's not just everything you can just go in and say, oh, I'm going to my, you know, MOU place or whatever. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so health insurance is there. It's not comprehensive for everyone, but it's there. Um, some, so we have this new, age companies in Nigeria mm-hmm. fueled a lot of them in the tech sector, you know, and they, thank God, have introduced the world culture into the workplace. So mm. when you talk about unconventional workspaces, like these tech guys, they they wanted to bring the whole, you know, of course, with the inflow of like Facebook and uh, mm-hmm. 
Google in Nigeria and stuff. These guys came and like, ah, we have to create our own world in this space and everything. So they, they, there's a sense of um, uh, culture in some of these tech organizations. And along with that means some of these organizations even have a gym on campus. Ooh, if you nice. understand what I mean. And that's and something that's not normal typically prior to this it's new age. Very, very, very abnormal. Like yeah. very abnormal. And again, the companies I'm talking about, these tech companies are like five in the entire country. Do you understand? Oh, so wow. again, it's less than one percent. However, I'm just trying to paint a picture that before these guys came, it's totally non-existent. So yeah gym or wellness um, benefits, fiscal, totally non-existent for the most part. Um, food, food, <laughs> God. <laughs> Are you serious? Not even like coffee machines, snacks? Z, zero. Z? Wow. Like, it, well, again, this is for the 1% of the 1%. Your company has um, a kitchenette, right? you probably get to have coffee, you know, and cups and everything. But then again, you get to the kitchenette today. Ah, milk has finished. Ah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not it, it could be, It could be like, it could be like maybe the 10th of the particular month and milk is already finished because probably majority of the people that are coming from home in that company maybe they, they've not had tea or there's no money to... Do you understand what I mean? Like, yeah, I get what you mean. Sometimes the people are even coming to feed off yeah. the company, you know, in a certain way, you know, stuff like that. So, like, again, maybe milk has finished. Milk that is supposed to last 30 days. Milk has finished by day 10. You know, so yeah, it's just a jungle out there. Uh, which other benefits? So, food is a no no, like coupons for food. Ah, um, so basically, yeah, sorry, keep going. Yeah, in, insurance is the health insurance is the only thing I see, and that's even for some for like, some companies. Yeah, mm-hmm, it's not, but the benefits yeah. is they're paying you, which is not really a benefit because you're putting God the bless work for you. Salary, that's all, that's all. And you're but that's underpaid. the work you're putting in. So that's not even a benefit. And you're, under, and you're even underpaid. Yeah. I doubt there's any job. Like they, I doubt there's any job. Even the well-paying jobs, there's still a level of cutting involved because mm-hmm. it's our environment. I doubt that... Because I, I get that all over the world, nobody... Or from a business uh, standpoint, people always try to undervalue people. But Uh for the large part in the Western world, if I demand, if I know my value and I demand it, I'll get it. You understand what I mean? Yeah, especially if you have something to back it up. Exactly, exactly. But in our own environment in Nigeria, corporate dictates... For, oh yeah because they have options corporate dictates for the masses because they have options there are and lots you know of unemployed sad. people and yes. so if you don't want it another person wants the job exactly i was just gonna say that i mean i haven't worked in nigeria but obviously i know a lot about nigeria and i lived there for a huge part of my childhood so i know how it, it used to function was how it used to function but 
it seems like with Nigeria, the employers are the ones that call all the shots, like all of the shots. They're <laughs> going to tell you how to do the work. They're going to tell you how much you're going to pay for the work. And if you don't want mm-hmm. it, get out of here. We're going to get someone else because guess what? You are lucky to even be considered for this job that you mentioned is already low paying. So it's, it's kind of sad versus here. And I think in the Western world, especially in the age that we're moving into now, employees are actually valued. Like employers go on a real hunt and they actually, I don't know if you know, like retention is such a big thing across multiple industries. Like it's not one thing for you to hire somebody. No, it's like, let's look at your numbers. Are you keeping the people you're hiring? What's the lifespan of your employers? Like, are they staying? So your employees, are they staying with you? And for you to get those good numbers, like you have to do shit that would make people want to stay. But in Nigeria, it's switched. It's like, <laughs> you're asking for more. Yeah, bye-bye. Be going. <laughs> and that's the fear, the, the fear to even ask. Ask, yeah. The fear to even ask. Because again, boils down to what I was saying earlier and what you agreed on. They have a pool. So everybody, in a way, like, if you don't have special skills, you're dispensable, you know? So the yeah. day you ask, they just be like, eh, okay now, no no problem, we've heard you. You, you just hear in a few weeks, they got, they got someone else, you lost a job, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's wow, sad. Wow, that's crazy. It's sad, it's sad. And that's the reality over there. I want to know, how is time off in Nigeria? Like, you want to take time <laughs> off, what does that process look like? Time off? Mm-hmm. For majority, yeah. Go ahead, sorry. For majority of people, that is not a question, and sometimes for some people, it's a thing of why would you want to take time off? And I'll explain both. So for some people, you don't have that luxury of time offs, maybe because of the nature of your job, if it's a manufacturing company or whatever it's 247 maybe besides christmas and like but there's some there's some jobs that you don't even get to like you work a shift on christmas or something whatever so like time offs are they are what's the word i'm looking for they are subjective but really? i think the maximum the maximum really like leave or whatever could be I think companies do 24. 24 days? 20, yeah, 24 days. Okay, so that's embedded days. in your contract. Like, they tell you, okay, yes, you can take for, any 24 days. Yeah. Yes, for companies that do have contracts, you know, and stuff like that. So, yeah, so if it's corporate American, let me, let me speak. Like, if it's, if it's a proper corporate, uh, corporate Nigerian job, so mm-hmm. you should probably be offered an employee contract, right? And, mm-hmm. yeah. Some offer 24. Yes, some offer 24. Okay, that and you correct. can just take those 24. I'm obviously not going to take 24 days at once. Taking, just... taking, taking them is where the issue lies. Right. Taking them is where the issue lies because there's always one excuse or the other why you can't take them. You understand what I mean? Or mm-hmm. if you take them, what's going to happen to this? If you do this, what's going to happen to this? And you find yourself, a lot of people find themselves slaving away or offering their all not taking time off 
Mm-hmm. And when you do want to take the time off, they give you a bullshit story like, oh, this is all you have left. And you'd be like, but you've never taken a leave before. They'd be like, ah, but no, it doesn't mean this is all that is available. Like, what does mm-hmm. that even mean? And you begin to question what does HR do in this company? Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Because HR is supposed to be fighting for you, but they are fighting for management. That's how it works in our own Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, I've heard of that. So it sounds like you have time off, (laughs) hypothetically, in your contract. Hypothetically, yes. When it's time for you to take time off, you actually have to defend why you need the time off. (laughs) Do you get what I mean? Like, imagine if I'm successfully... No, in fact... I go to HR, I tell my boss that I want to take a vacation. They'll look at me like I'm mad. Yeah. Like, I want to go to Mexico. Or I want, what? Let me talk from corporate Nigeria point of view. If I go tell my boss that, oh, I just need to take a vacation, I want to go to uh, Obudukato Ranch, you know, I want to go to Calabar, just go chill. They'll look at me, are you mad? Like, is there something wrong with you? You can see me in suit here, sweating, doing, trying to make money for the organization. You want to take a vacation. You are now a boss. You are now, you know, it's, first of all, going, can the salary that you've been saving go and afford vacation? So, all those kind of things. Yeah. yeah. That actually, so I feel like it varies here. So, I've, and I've, I've worked in different settings. So, with being an intern, there wasn't, we had sick days. So we are allowed 10 sick days, meaning that if I call in sick, I can still get paid. However, um, besides the sick days, when I started working full-time, there was actually like vacation time. The first company I worked for, we had like an accruing system, which I actually don't like, where you, based on how much you've worked, you get a certain amount of time and I forget how the math works. So let's just assume I work one week to get one day off. And that one day is like paid vacation. Right. Um, so that's how that works in my, in the startup I worked for. And then the company I work for now, we actually have an FTO type system, which I think is a slippery slope. So FTO is like flexible time off. Um, and it just means that you can take time off whenever you want, as long as you're getting your job done. And this is why it's a slippery slope, because for some people, because mm-hmm. there's not that like granular, like you have 20 days, they never take the mm-hmm. time off. Right. And for some oh. people, because they say, oh, <laughs> take time off, they're off every every two weeks. However, hmm. With this company, we do have like a measuring system. And I guess this is also a a follow-up question is we have like a performance evaluation system. So genuinely, if you're taking too much time off and you're not getting your job done, it will come out in your performance evaluation uh, numbers or not Mm -hmm. numbers, but reviews. And that's Mm -hmm. how you know, okay, wait, I need to step back. But I genuinely like the idea of just having that flexibility. You never know what can come up and just knowing that you can take the time off, but you're still getting your job done. But mm-hmm. it kind of sucks that, but unlike Nigeria, you definitely don't have to defend it. Like if I'm telling my boss, I mean, obviously the boss will not be happy if there are things that need to be done on that day. But guess what? It's by law, like this is something that I'm required to have, right? And there mm-hmm. are even times where 
I've seen this happen before. It hasn't happened for me before, but <laughs> where somebody doesn't take time off and like your manager actually comes up to you and it's like, hey, can you take time off? Because ha. I love LOL. <laughs> totally non-existent. Totally. Yeah. Totally non-existent. Because if you're making me money, I don't want you to stop making me money. Like yep. how about um culture? I feel like we already know the huge difference in culture. The first thing is like the respect. Well, I don't want to say, well, I guess respect, like the yes, my, yes, sir. That's something that if I was to work in Nigeria, it would throw me off because I call my boss by their first name. <laughs> no, we have to add, you, you know what's funny? In some, in some, <laughs> in some, in some companies, they would tell you that, oh, that we, we call, call people by their first name here and everything that's what they would tell you mm-hmm. in like at the beginning <laughs> but you discover that like your maybe head of department is like a 60 year old or 50 year old person and you're a 20 something year old you know mm-hmm. man or woman under her or him you just call her or him by their first name try yeah. it that doesn't even feel natural you, do you understand what i mean like yeah as a nigerian so uncomfortable yes yeah. because even at home even at home your cousin yeah. is older than you yeah like maybe just three years old your parents will be telling you that call him brother call him call him like answer do like respects nigerian sky respects yeah on top of their like yeah yeah can i say something though because and it's crazy because even when i say respect i think there there are multiple things there because what you just mentioned that whole like 60 year old person versus 20 like as a nigerian girl myself i don't feel comfortable i mean if if a white guy and just be just being honest if a white 60 year old man approaches me mm-hmm. i'm calling him his name billy whatever if a Nigerian woman or African like mother or older woman or man. You feel, you feel, I'm you just feel... like, bro, no. this culture, I respect it. I know you know what I know. So I am no. going to give you the respect, right? On the flip side, though, I do want to say something. I feel like it's not even just the name calling. In Nigeria, from what I've heard, and let me know if I'm wrong, there's actually like that extra level of respect that feels very not professional that happens in the professional settings and is that a thing so what i mean by extra level of respect meaning that let's assume it's lunchtime and you guys are all eating everyone is is eating whatever 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 but somehow your boss has not eaten i mean that's okay right but as an employee is it your job to ensure ah. the boss has eaten <laughs> reminds me of so many stories like if your boss has not gone out for lunch and you just stand up and say you're going for lunch it might be lunch time but you feel so weird like ha ah, i'm hungry but i can't stand up because my boss has not stepped out like yeah it, it's 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 really it's really it's really sad that's, yeah that's the respect that's the overdoing thing i think happens in nigeria but 
Uh, that it's crazy. Last, last, last division before we move to the next question is around um, performance. How is that evaluated in Nigeria? Um, some, some, some companies have performance evaluation schemes, like uh, you know, so KPI. You, of course, an individual has a KPI, and you evaluated at the what they, there's something they call this thing. Is it like a review? Mm-hmm. I think there's a, there's a popular word, but yeah, there's a review done maybe every quarter or something. Yeah, quarterly review. Yeah, quarterly review where That's you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you evaluated and you, yeah, you okay, evaluated. So that's the same. Trust. Like, yeah. That's the same. But okay. Sometimes, maybe this is another conversation, but like the the accuracy of those reviews depends in many organizations largely on relationships within your immediate department. So like uh, there's a lot of personal influence on Mm -hmm. a corporate environment or corporate uh, outcome. That shouldn't be like, I like you, you're my friend, you work with me more, you know, we li- we speak the same language, you should get, I'm giving you an A, or I'm giving you a 95. Oh, yes, yes. I don't like you, you're Muslim, you're Christian, you're Yoruba, you're Igbo, you're Hausa, mm, I don't like the way you talk. To me, you don't call me sir all the you time. Don't you, don't, me. you don't buy me you food. Don't, you don't. You don't respect me. You, you didn't buy me lunch when you came into the company. You couldn't even come and give me peace offering. Yeah. You couldn't come and greet me. You walked past me the other day. You didn't see anything. Yeah. You brought. You brought your friend to the office. I'm giving you a sixty. Yeah. And, and I'm kicking my. You know. And I'm killing the job. You know. So stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, there are performance review metrics out there, you know. Yeah. Okay. We have those two. I mean, I feel like with those performance reviews and stuff, definitely the individual influence ties in. But you're right. There is supposed to be a line of we're keeping this strictly based on your performance on the job, not how you are as an individual and if you like me or not, based on other interactions. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but so, mm-hmm. but what? They're gonna I was say gonna something. say, um, yeah, that was basically my answer to the corporate America versus Nigeria. It's it's nice to know, like how things are different and how they're not. I like it. No, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm guessing the uniqueness of each environment largely influences culture. Yes. And of course, this culture is the foundation for how the spaces are built in the first place. But yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, it's definitely the culture, the environment itself, the economy, interactions, mm-hmm. not even just like individual, but cultural interactions influence like how the corporate world is set up both in and in Nigeria there's it's so rich with just so much that you can't expect it to be white or black or as easy as certain things are it's not just that straightforward everything has 
extra jara added to it just because that's how we are as people yeah but that's it thank you for the conversation as usual um i hope you thank guys thank you I have, uh, it was enlightening hearing hearing some stuff about <laughs> <I know. laughs> how how corporate works here very interesting conversation yeah thank you guys for rocking with us up until this point mm-hmm. hope you enjoy the episode this is the end please thank subscribe you. to our channel subscribe to adult puzzle wherever you're listening to your podcast um this episode is available on all streaming platforms wherever you listen to your podcast rate like subscribe share with your friends family your co-workers and i'm sure they will enjoy it as much as you have and to come your way again same time next week it's yes. bye-bye from us bye guys bye lamide bye lola